prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. Today we're going to be discussing the book Energetic Herbalism with uh, Kat Meyer. And uh, I, I, want to, I want to say something about today's show before we get started. This is probably not a big sexy topic for a lot of people, herbalism. Like, oh, come on, herbalism. I, I want to remind everybody that um, every single drug prescribed for you by your doctor was first discovered in some sort of plant form. Think about that. I'm going to just list a couple of them right off the top. Caffeine is a drug. Obviously, it's, it's, it's in coffee. Aspirin was discovered in white willow bark, and then they isolated the specific acid, the acetylsalicylic acid component of it. But we know now that white willow bark probably works better than aspirin. Uh, cocaine is a drug that was discovered uh, in plant source. Digitalis, which comes in those beautiful foxglove plants. They look like they have hanging the, – the, the, the flowers look like hanging bells. They all hang straight down. Uh, morphine. Let's not forget uh, LSD was modeled after psilocybin. So th- the reality is that every single drug, metformin, rapamycin. Rapamycin came from uh, a fungus that was growing in the islands of the Fiji Islands. Um, what other ones? Cisplantin, the most popular chemo drug in the world, was used by Native Americans by simply eating the may apple. It's a different type of an apple. It's very bitter, but it has the components in it that cause the chemo, uh, uh, chemotherapy, cisplantin. So the truth of the matter is allopathic wouldn't be anywhere without herbalists. Herbalists were just called apothecaries back in the day. They could mix stuff up. I know a woman who swears by her life she was sent home with some radical breast cancer and told there was nothing else they can do for her. And she took something called turkey tail mushroom. And she's cancer free today. Now, the doctors will tell you that's nonsense. It was something else. They always blame it on something else. When I gave large doses of ginger extract to my brother-in-law, John Finnegan, I did this show like eight, nine years ago. He had lymphoma. And I convinced him to take large doses of organic ginger extract that was standardized for 25% ginger rolls. Very, very spicy. He took it three times a day on an empty stomach. He had a five millimeter uh, centimeter mass in his stomach that when they went back to do the uh, the CT scan with contrast, because they were going to give him the chemo, they put the, they put the uh, uh, tube in his gut and they sent him home to heal and they were going to give him the chemo like two or three months later. The mass was gone. I asked the doctor, I says, how many times have you seen this? He goes, what? I says, the mass just disappears. He says, well, it always does after chemo. I said, no, no. How many times have you seen it before chemo? And this is all documented on my show. The guy says, never. This is in, this was in uh, Tucson uh, C- Cancer Institute up there. He said, we've never seen that. I said, would you like to know what we did? He said, sure. I said, I had him take very high strength organic ginger extract. Every- oh, I couldn't even finish the sentence. He goes, that's not it. That's not it. So don't be fooled by medicine. They are like Oz behind the curtain. 
right? Once you get behind the curtain, you go, oh, this guy has no power. All the power that medicine has today starts in all of the things that grow around us. They steal the molecules, they standardize them, they synthesize them, they put them in a pill, and they charge you tens of thousands of dollars a year to take it when it started in a plant. So today we're going to talk about how you can learn more about plant medicine and maybe take control of some of your own health issues uh, with an expert that's been traveling and teaching universities and individuals for 30 years now. Before we start that, we have to thank our title sponsor. And that is Legendary Foods, makers of the amazing Tasty Pastry. They're back in stock. I've had so many people email me and say, Carl, Tasty Pastries are out of stock. What am I going to do? Well, they're back in stock. Uh, the production issues have been corrected by Ron Penna. The product is better than ever, and they have more than enough to supply everybody. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash legendary to find out what started out to be a replacement for the Pop-Tart became so much more. Less than one gram of sugar, 20 grams of high-quality protein, and they taste so good you'll eat them just because they taste good, not because they're good for you. Check them out, and uh, you will love them. And we'll start giving them away again pretty soon. I know a lot of people are wondering when we're going to start giving them away. I had to pull the plug on that. Uh, Ron asked me to because they were out of stock of everything. Okay, without further delay, let me set up my graphics here. It takes me a couple seconds. Cat Mayer, how you doing? Meyer, I'm Meyer, good, Carl. Meyer. Thanks I'm so much. Thanks for coming to the show. Um, so I'm going to put the book up now. I usually don't do this right away, but I want people to know about the book. We're going to be talking about it. So if any of this sounds intriguing to you, and it should, I, I really believe that everybody should have a, a copy of this book, and I'll tell you why. I have a copy of the Foxfire books, for those of you who know what they are. They're the Lost Secrets of the Appalachian Mountains. How to make potions, how to tan hides, how to make instruments, how to cure diseases and all that sort of stuff. These were all lost through generations unless you buy the Foxfire books. So you've heard of them, right, Kat? Of course. Okay. Of course. Well, this I put in the same category as the cat. Uh, the, the, oh, the wow. Thank you. Well, th- this is, this is, a, this is like a Bible. You take it home. You don't read it. It's not like something you crack open. But when you start having questions, Chia, I've got this issue. I wonder if there's something I can do before I run to my doctor and have him prescribe a steroid for me or something like that. So this is how I see using this book. The book mm-hmm. is Thank called you. Energetic Herbalism. Uh, you can actually save 35% off by using the discount code CGS21 and get there by going to shrnetwork.biz slash cat, K-A-T, and I'll repeat this later. So just want to put that up there now. How did you get started in, in herbalism, Kat? Yeah, thank you. It started in the Peace Corps. I mean, I tell a bit of my story in the book because I think it's always interesting to hear origin stories and how this person who is proclaiming to be giving you information you know, what's their story? And so for me, it began in the Peace Corps. You know, I was raised with a family. We didn't go to the doctor. We didn't use alternative medicine. We were just pretty healthy. So when I was in the Peace Corps in Chile in South America, and that was the first time I ever watched, uh, it was primarily the women uh, who were going out and collecting the plants, collecting the herbs, and uh, using them not just effectively, but in some cases, Carl, absolutely miraculously. Kind of like your ginger story, but they had years and years of experience. Yeah, in fact, uh, uh, China does studies. There, there is such a large body of evidence that China that China has produced. 
that shows that uh, the, the uh, six and eight ginger ale, especially, but some of the <laughs> showgalls as well, are powerful oncoprotective right. drugs. They work. Um, they work topically on skin cancer. Yeah. I talked about this on the show. Rob Regish, who's a, a co-host of mine, his wife Jen had skin cancer. They were getting her ready to have it all cut out. I had him take a very high standardized ginger extract, put it on a mm. on a gauze bandage, put some water mm. on it, make a poultice out of it, and apply it every day, change it every day. When she went back to the dermatologist, the skin cancer was gone. Wow. That's impressive. Well, well done. A study was well just done. published out of China that shows that the, that the ginger extract is, protects against colon cancer, can reverse colon. So we, we we don't take this stuff seriously because your doctor poo-poos it. They go, oh, yeah, we have chemotherapy. But you don't understand. Yeah. All the stuff they have, they stole from nature. That's the truth. You can say they they might have stolen, but in some ways it's all about education, right? And the eclectic physicians at the turn of the century are a fascinating group because they were fleeing medical persecution in Europe because in Europe they were using arsenic and mercury and using incredibly toxic materials. I know. And so these physicians were fleeing, and in the 1800s, they worked with natives, they worked with enslaved, and they really had incredible clinical experience, like direct clinical experience with the plants. And, you know, one thing I do want to say, Carl, I thought it was funny when you start off and you said, you know, this may not be sexy. And you're right. A lot of people think it's spices or something granny used. In Russia, a lot of researchers will say, you know, you spend years and years and years training astronauts get them in physical shape, incredibly, uh, the muscles and the oxygen and the performance. What we do is we take healthy individuals and we give them a group of herbs that are called adaptogens. And now they're they're popular. I take them every morning, rhodiola, uh, ashwagandha. We take them every morning now. I know. Yeah, so that's that's pretty sexy. I mean, I, I think that when you can take plants, that go to cortisol, adrenals, the kidneys, working with muscle mass, mental clarity, uh, thyroid. It's all about the endocrine system. Uh, that's pretty cool. So tell me more about a medical uh, persecution. Was it kind of like today? So right now doctors, uh, they, they undergo a type of medical persecution. It's called the standard of care. So if a doctor gets a patient and says, you know, um, I'm going to treat you with turkey tail mushroom instead of chemotherapy because it, and cat, this is something I've been saying for over a decade. Treating mm-hmm. cancer with chemotherapy is like burning down the house to get rid of a stain on the carpet. It just causes so much collateral damage to the healthy tissue that who cares what it's doing to the cancer. But with that being said, did they have that kind of problem back in the day if doctors broke and said, no, we're not going to treat with mercury for syphilis because that's what they gave it to people for. We're going to treat with this. Were they were they prosecuted for not applying the standard of care? Well, it's it's politics, right? We we always kind of go back to the same thing. It's economics, politics, but something a lot larger. Carl is sort of the philosophy: who's in, who's running the government, who's running the definition of healing and medicine. And so you have these fads, you have these fashions, and. So during this time, chemical medicine, you know, if you, like in Chile, in Chile, there was a saying, no sea bruja, don't be a witch. 
And so these women, modern medicine was all through Chile. And so there was shame and you're backward. And, you know, I think the origin and I don't know if I want to get into the witch burning here. but No, no, you know, I get it. Origin, I get it. Yeah. I mean, the origin is that. So there was a direct connection working with plants, working with nature, um, the powers that be, the Inquisition came in and really made a drastic change. And even Paracelsus, where we get the word Celsus, I mean, he was absolutely brilliant, derided, died a pauper. You know, he was an alchemist. He was absolutely brilliant and he was looking at nature. And how do we, you say, you know, maybe physicians steal I think the higher purpose of, you know, advancement of science is they'll mimic. So they'll mimic nature and they'll take these constituents and they'll take these analogs of the plants and then they'll try, you know, they want to sell them essentially. But the other thing is, you know, people can't get to the Amazon. You know, a lot of people cannot have access so for me, you know, I don't say us, them, it's really the system. So a physician or a nurse practitioner or a PA, I'm a PA, say somebody came to me and I'm all about reishi and turkey tails and adaptogens. Well, I have, like you said, the standard of care. I have protocols. And when I step out of them, I'm liable. So it's not the individual practitioner. It's that whole system. And functional medicine's coming uh, naturopaths, herbalists, you know, is coming because it has to. People are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And these plants, they work and they're incredibly available. And that's a really important consideration for people to understand that we're working really hard uh, to keep the FDA from taking these off the shelves because they are so effective now, right. of course, you know, people want to patent them. But that's the gorgeous part of nature. You can't patent it. Right. Uh, because as you so wisely said, there's all these other constituents in these plants that, you know, if there's an alkaloid that might have an effect on the liver, you know, what are all these other chemicals? So it's like this quantum, this holographic research of, okay, let's look at the whole well, plant. Well, we have, to, we have to remember, these plants evolved around us, and they influenced our evolution. So we have uh, an innate cannabidiol system because we probably came in contact with cannabinoids in our journey of evolution, and now they are actually part of our tissue. Um, the the interesting thing about this discussion is uh, Samuel Hahnemann, he's the one who coined the term allopathic and naturopathic. And he said, and homeopathic. And, homeopathic. Yeah. and he said, you know, a naturopathic and homeopathic were with, working with the body, mm-hmm. and allopathic was working against the body. And when you look at allopathic medicine today, it's designed to mask symptoms. It doesn't cure anything. It doesn't fix anything. It allows you to continue to live broken, but not notice you're broken. But you're still dying. You're still rotting away. And the reality is that all medicine, no matter what the origins are, should be designed to fix the patient, not just to mask the symptoms. And to me, this is something sinister. Because if you have a thorn in your foot, and I could either remove the thorn I can sell you this pad every month that will keep you from feeling the thorn. And you have to replace that pad every month and you have to come to me and buy that pad. 
that is really exploitive and parasitic. And that's really what most of modern medicine is. Now, I know you probably don't feel this way, okay? <laughs> but this is how I feel. I've been doing this show for 16 years now, and I've watched modern medicine hurt a lot of people and mm -hmm. act like as though, oh, well, that's the way, oh, Vioxx, 55,000. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens. That's not what happens. But anyway, uh, I, I, I digress. No, I, digress. No, I, I, I you, there's obviously a continuum. And what I really feel is that modern medicine is absolutely life-saving. I mean, if I'm in a car accident yes. and I'm hemorrhaging, no herb in the world, well, maybe there is, but, you know, so there's a place yes. for it. But yes. what happens in our culture is it's the first line. And so for me, you know, there's this whole continuum and allopathic medicine. I call it, I call the AMA, the alternative medical association. <laughs> right. You go there when all else fails. Right. You know, that's your last resort. But mm -hmm. what happens is, you know, we're inculcated uh, to, oh, you know, high blood pressure is like one of the easiest conditions to work with. It's so, unless it's idiopathic kidney disease, hypertension is totally doable. And so, but how many people are now on drugs for pre-hypertension? So, again, pre-diabetes, pre pre everything is pre yeah. I'm sorry. No, I, I, they made everything pre. They first right. of all, right. they have unrealistic. Yeah, they have unrealistic <laughs> goals for blood pressure. They just keep pre lowering it and lowering it and lowering it. Right. I mean, right. pretty soon you'll have to be dead to meet the requirements for for healthy blood pressure. So let's talk right. about some of the herbs and and things that you work with. Your book is broken up into categories. I would imagine, right? Yeah, so let me say something that's a little different than my book, which is why it, I, I have to be honest, it's very well, re it's being well received because this is not the book where you pick it up and you look at hypertension and it says, okay, this is the formula. When I'm talking about energetics, this is the Chinese Ayurvedic, our own Greek medicine, our own vitalism. What they're doing is they're not looking at the symptom. They're saying, are you hot? Are you cold? Are you damp? Are you dry? Are you tense or relaxed? So instead of just taking an herb to lower the numbers, you're going in and saying, oh, there's tension. And this might make sense, but not all hypertension is tension. It could be um, dehydration. I, mm -hmm. I've worked with so many hypertensives. Just giving them fluids, moistening their tissues, giving them good oils, and their blood pressure goes down. Right. So it's looking at herbalism from an energetic standpoint as versus the numbers. And so I go into pretty much introducing people to the elements. Okay, here's fire. You know, fire is really important for our digestion. Hydrochloric acid is our digestive agony. The Ayurveda says we really need to break down, transform all the supplements, you know, good supplements. You're taking powdered turkey tail. That takes a lot of digestive energy. So do I have the enzymes? Do I have the hydrochloric acid? Because you can take all the supplements in the world, but if they're bloating you, oh, okay, let's figure out how to get our juices flowing. So this book, is introducing people to themselves in an energetic framework. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, diabetes. Diabetes is kind of too much water and stagnation. 
And so with your work, you're moving, get them moving, get them building, get, get that heat going. And that's a lot of the treatment of diabetes. So it is different, uh, but it's totally understandable at a beginner's level. So, so uh, there are lots of diseases of modernity that I'm sure that our ancestors didn't necessarily deal with. So, you, you know, you, you have this framework that works, but now the diseases keep changing because we manifest new diseases based on lifestyle and, and food supply and everything like that. Um, so autoimmunity is a big thing now. First of all, did we have autoimmunity a thousand years ago? There are some clinical um, studies. There are some writings that will um, point to that, but it is not epidemic. Like we've had endocrine disorders. There is cancer. I mean, there's 10,000 right. year old graves. Like there are these rewirings, these mutations, you know, these errors in the physiology. But it is not the rampant almost. I mean, I just did a paper, a presentation and said one out of 10 people have autoimmunity. Carl, I bet that number right now is one out of six. Easily. I mean, just yeah. is epidemic. Yeah. So, so what do you? So, retrospectively, since mm-hmm. you since you've studied these 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 medicinal approaches, you, and you've also bumped into the diseases. When you look from back then forward, what specifically have we done to to uh, to to wake the ire of these types of diseases like autoimmune? What are we doing? What are we doing wrong? Well, one, we're autotoxicity. We're we're being poisoned. You know, from the plastics to the water, you know, if you have city water, you're drinking chlorine. It's chlorinated water. And chlorine is such an incredible, it's a xenoestrogen. It mimics estrogen. And so all the cancers, all the uh, It it gathers and blocks the uptake of iodine in the thyroid because it's a halogen. So if you yep. have if you if you eat yep. bread with bromine in it, you drink water with chlorine in it, and then you wonder why your thyroid isn't functioning right. It's your, yep. your thyroid's functioning right, given the fact that you won't let it have any iodine. Right, right. And so, who can afford you know bottled water all the time? So what I tell people in cities, you know, to to have drinking water, chlorine's a vapor, and so in twenty four hours it'll evaporate. So I say, you know, put water aside, give it twenty four hours. And then bottle that. And one of the worst things is, you know, that morning shower, it's hot, you step into it. That's a huge amount of chlorine. So you can, for $35, you can get a good shower head that'll filter out the chlorine. So, you know, we could go down that rabbit hole. But so with that autoimmunity, what's happening is our sense of self, you know, the immune system, you know, in, in utero, our immune system spends nine months identifying every cell of our body so that once we come out, we know self versus the world. And what happens in autoimmunity, the self is seen as the antigen. Right. And so there's this self um, lysis. It's kind of attacking the self. And part of that rearrangement is the stress, is the toxicity, um, but I think environmental is a huge player. 
And then I've seen people radically change by just removing a food allergen. Right. You know, and that's rough. You know, going on an autoimmune diet. Oh, my God. I make all my students do these diets because that's intense. But it heals. You, you take gluten. You take allergens out. And, you know, that's the choice. So do you, do it's you, hard. Do you, do you know Dr. Sean Baker? Uh, no, I'm not familiar. So, with Don, him. Dr. Sean Baker was on this show in 2014 when he started his. He had a website called N equals Many. He was asking people to have pre and post blood work done after going completely carnivore, no hmm. plant, no plants, and obviously the uh, orthodoxy railed against him. Said he was going to cause cancer in people. He was going to people were going to get sick. Red meat causes colon cancer. And so uh, now, uh, six, seven years later, going on eight, um, he has amassed a following of millions of people around the world. And all, every single one, not one single person ever writes him and says, I went carnivore and it destroyed my health. Mm. They all wow. say, I went carnivore and my rheumatoid arthritis went away. Somebody, I just saw on, uh, something that somebody wrote him the other day on Instagram. That, that, that he was sent home to die with pancreatic cancer, and now he's three years later. The doctor can't believe he's still alive. So the reason I point this out is because I'm not suggesting people only eat meat. But if you're going to do an elimination diet, plants seem to be the most nefarious in triggering autoimmune responses. But animal flesh and eggs, limited dairy, he's, he doesn't believe in dairy much, I mean, limited dairy, cheese – but it seems to have a magic effect from an, from, from an elimination diet standpoint. That's why I'm asking if you've yeah. ever heard of him. That's, I was just curious. Well, I, I've definitely heard of the carnivore diet. And if he's the originator, yeah, he then I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, he's great. Okay, so what do you do for people who have autoimmunity? Because that seems to be – the women in my audience, that seems to be the number one thing they want to know more about. And mm -hmm. obviously women tend to suffer from autoimmunity. There has to be an estrogenic comp component to it. Uh, but what do you what do you do when you have somebody who comes to you and says, "Look, I've got Hashimoto's, I got rheumatoid arthritis, I've got uh, 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 what's the other one, the fibromyalgia"? These are all autoimmune in nature. Your body is attacking itself. What do you do with them? Right. Well, one, you you start working on food and you start seeing what what's the allergen, and you know that's a whole process in of itself. Right. And it sounds like you've had people on here to talk about that. So diet's a huge player. The other thing is when you're looking at the energetics, again, my mantra and energetic herbalists or practitioners, acupuncturists, um, physicians, they treat what they see. So I'm looking at the tongue. I'm taking a pulse. Mm. I'm looking at the skin. I'm looking at, you know, where is the weight distributed? Are they fatigued? I'm doing the intake. Yeah. And so there really isn't one formula, but what I see is there's a lot of deficiency. And what's odd is so many of these women have weight gain from the cortisol, but they have a deficiency of kidney or vitality. Mm -hmm. So we'll look at the mushrooms. You know, people way back when they said, oh, autoimmunity – don't give echinacea. Don't give the immune stimulants. You don't want to stimulate the immune Yeah, you system. don't want to make the the army stronger. It's that, that's, that's beating that's you up. Not, right. That's not right. right. What what happened is the the army's 
fatigued and tired and doesn't know which way to go. Mm. Well, obviously, you start slowly. But for me, medicinal mushrooms, I take them every day. I, you talk about turkey tail. I love the reishi. Um, they're immuno um, nutrition. They really are deep, deep food um, that we, we can give in different ways of being digested. So one, you know, treating that deficiency, um, fibromyalgia, it's, it, you know, they're stress induced. You know, I see a lot of hypothyroid in women and what happened was back way back when they had mono and they had mono and they were sent home and you bed rest and allopathy does not give medicine for viral viral events. And so mono is a huge hit. I mean, if you're out six weeks, that's a huge hit. And so they have mono, and then they drop off, and then they kind of go a little less than normal. They get in a car accident, another hit. They have a divorce, or they move. So that by the time they're manifesting with fibromyalgia or hypothyroid, this did not come overnight. So this is a succession of hits to the immune system that, you know, the allopathy doesn't have rebuilding, doesn't have nourishment. Go back in there. Let's really get you back up and running. So sometimes I'll go back and treat the mono. And that is interesting. I'll go back and treat childhood pneumonia because that's a pattern. That was a pattern that was laid down in the body. And so it, it, it's quite a process. So a simple answer is um, like adaptogens. Mm-hmm. You know, ashwagandha is amazing for hypothyroid. It's warming. It's the root. It's the kidney. And that's the endocrine system. You know, the kidney and adrenals. And that's what we're looking at, you know, that adrenal fatigue. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I want to put the book back up here real quick. If you want to get this book, and I recommend everybody have a copy of this book in their home. I really do. Uh, especially if you have ailments that your doctor has never been able to find solutions for. Uh, go to shrnetwork.biz slash cat, K-A-T, and use the code CGS21 and save 35% off the book today. Also, if you'd like to re- learn more about cat, go to her website, sacredplanttraditions.com. That's sacred planttraditions.com. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Superhuman Radio. Have you been struggling to achieve results in the gym? Trouble sleeping through the night? Overwhelmed with stress or anxiety? Look no further than InfiniWell Supplements. They have designed products to address specific needs like muscle growth, hormone balance, sleep, and anxiety from the first use. InfiniWell helps you live well. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash bewell, that's B-E-W-E-L-L, and use code SHR20 and start living well today. You already know that magnesium 
Magnesium Breakthrough is the single best magnesium supplement in the world and quite possibly the most popular right now. So Bioptimizers doesn't have to do anything special to get your business, but they are. Black Friday starts now and runs the entire month of November. They're also giving away over $200 worth of free gifts. Bioptimizers is a legacy advertiser on this show and gives us great support to keep bringing you great content. And now they're rewarding our audience directly. Throughout the entire month of November, go to magbreakthrough.com slash SHR and use code SHR10 not only to get a great discount, but to get $200 worth of free gifts as well. And while we all know that Magnesium Breakthrough is the single best magnesium supplement in the world, Bioptimizers stands behind all their products with a full refund up to one year after purchase. No questions asked. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash SHR and use code SHR10 today. Don't waste another minute. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. I would easily say that I am the hugest proponent you will ever meet to doing anything that will improve the quality of my sleep. And that's because sleep is linked to just about every metabolic disorder we see in our population today. One of the easiest things you can do to improve the quality of your sleep is to get a pillow that can be shaped into the exact form factor that allows you to get your best night's sleep. And that is my pillow. I've been sleeping with my pillow for a few years now, and I can tell you that when I have to travel and stay in hotels, I don't get a good night's sleep because I don't have my pillow with me. Right now, you can save up to 60% off of everything offered to improve the quality of your sleep at shrnetwork.biz slash mypillow when you use the code SHR. Or you can call toll-free 800-889-4938. And remember to use code SHR to save up to 60% off of everything at their website. Remember those rectangular toaster pastries you used to love when you were a kid? Well, Legendary Foods has just made them better. The new cake-style tasty pastry is like nothing you've ever had before. With 20 grams of high-quality protein and less than 1 gram of sugar, You'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash legendary and use the code SHR10 to save to save 10% off your purchase of Tasty Pastries. Now available in cookies and cream, red velvet cake, birthday cake, blueberry, strawberry, brown sugar cinnamon, and hot fudge sundae. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash legendary and use code SHR10 today. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. Welcome back. I, I screwed up. Um, I had the wrong spot loaded today. So I want to just do this real quick live red spot for Bioptimizers because they're great. I love them. Uh, right now, Bioptimizers is running a special on their P3OM probiotic. If you don't remember the show we did on this, this probiotic is specifically designed to break down protein, whether it's plant-based or animal-based protein. For those of you who consume a lot of protein like me, I mean, I get between... Well, not yesterday because you all know I was sick. My stomach had problems. But I, I get about 270 to 300 grams of protein a day, like clockwork. I've been doing it for years. I wouldn't be able to maintain the amount of muscle that I maintain at 63 years old if it wasn't for uh, focusing on protein. But it's not enough just to eat the protein. As you get older, you need a little bit more hydrochloric acid in your gut, which I take uh, uh, Bioptimizer's bi HCL Breakthrough. I also take their Masszyme, which is enzyme specifically. Uh, that are designed to get more amino acids out of your protein. Uh, but they work in conjunction with this probiotic called P3OM. 
And right now, if you go to shrnetwork.biz slash p 3 Dash om and that's all lowercase p and om shrnetwork.biz slash p3 dash om and use the code shr10 you can actually get some super discounts on this product up to 40 percent off depending on the package you buy i take all three of these with every meal i take an hcl breakthrough I take one P3OM probiotic capsule and I take three masszymes and I don't belch. I don't have problems with digestion and I know that I'm extracting every morsel of the protein that is so precious to me. So check them out and back with uh, Kat Meyer now. Thanks for waiting, Kat. I had, I had the yeah. wrong, had the wrong spot in rotation. So can, no, but, uh, can I say something about the product you take every day? Yeah. So those enzymes, that hydrochloric acid, that's that fire to really break things down. So folks that really like a lot of smoothies, sometimes that's damp and that can put the fire out. So, you know, I don't have stock in that company, but I'm just taking this opportunity to say that would be a really good product for people that really like to pour tons of stuff in smoothies. And, you know, if it's cold, that cold and damp can affect digestion. So that product would really marry, um, you know, those supplements that way. Well, and, so and if I don't, if I don't take them, and I do miss sometimes. I, there's occasion sure. after I eat something, I find myself belching. You know, yeah. for, for maybe ten or fifteen minutes after I eat, I find myself belching. But when oh. I take those, I don't belch because they're breaking everything down. Right. You know, so it really works. Yeah. So in your book, can you teach people how to do the assessment, the skin, the hair? You know, this, can you ask them how to read, the, ask the questions to themselves to assess themselves? Yeah, I, I do go into that because the, actually the whole intention of the book is just that self care, family care, community care. It's not training a clinician, but essentially it's my three year clinical training program in one book. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you introduced it and said it's a bit dense. You're going to revisit it. It's not, you know, cover to cover. It's it's really a manual. And so when I talk about the different energetics, you're going to be reading about it and say, oh, wow, I have a lot of water. You know, I'm damp. I'm stagnant. I have depression. I My thoughts aren't super clear. You know, ginger. I mean, people don't, don't understand that ginger can treat depression because mm-hmm. it's warming, it's moving, it moves stagnation. It's amazing for diabetics. So we're getting out of the this herb for that, and we're really looking at, you know, what's the condition, what's the energy of it. So it's really, yeah, a self-assessment of, wow, I have too much fire. And I go into what's called the constitutions, and that's an Ayurvedic medicine. And there's three basic constitutions. And so it's sort of thin, medium, and large. And they have predilections. They have patterns. They have tendencies. And they're the gifts. And then there are the challenges. So I, I definitely go into them. And I talk about self-assessment so that if you are what's called a vata, and that's air and ether and your nervous system and digestion. It's sort of like, oh, my God, how did they know they are writing about me? Wow. But it's just what these elements make this body type. 
And the body type really plays in. And, you know, bodybuilding and training used to use the mesomorph, ectomorph, and endomorph, kind of the Sheldon, you know, but that's the exact same thing, same thing. But this is 5,000 years articulating, wow, what do we do with this? You know, and and 5,000 years, that's like a a long-term study. When you, when you can say these people yeah. always have this problem. It's like, wow, that's, that's science. This, it's playing out in life, but that's still science. And it's going on. Like the, the, the cool thing is in energetics, you know, in these traditional systems, they're not coming out with another study and saying, oops, you shouldn't be taking, you know, proton pump inhibitors. You shouldn't be, by the way. They won't come out with new research and say, oops, let's kind of redirect here. It is the same thing because it's nature. And it, it's wind is wind and it causes dryness. So when we move around a lot, when we're anxious, we dry our tissues, we dry our organs, and we need to moisten them. So... Nature is not going to change. Not yet, anyway. I know. So it's funny you say that. Uh, GERD is another big problem today. And I have a theory on GERD. And I'm going to tell you what my theory is. And then I'm going to ask okay. you how you how you handle it. Cool. So um, when people have heartburn, they think, oh, I ate something acidic and it's coming back up. And, and heartburn is the result of uh, a neuromuscular failure in the sphincter that stays closed at the top of the, of the gut. And – that neuromuscular failure can be caused by a lot of different things that talk to the vagus nerve and make that relax. But it's not acidic stuff because your stomach has the most acidic thing in it all the time, which is hydrochloric acid. So the idea that you just drank lemonade and it was too acidic for you and now you have heartburn is wrong. But I am starting to believe that as pH rises, as acidity drops and and you become more base – that's one of the things that makes that esophagus open up and, and allows you to. So do you treat people with GERD? And do if you do, do you treat them with more fire? Yeah, it is one of the hardest conversations to have that an herbalist has that it's like, okay, we're going to give you hydrochloric acid <laughs> right, to right. work with your heartburn. Now, that's not across the board. Um, and the one thing I do want to say is, and I've had people come off for their first form and says, oh, my God, I can eat pizza again. I couldn't eat it for years, and now I don't have heartburn. You do have to have to take hydrochloric acid with food um, or after food. But what happens is, as we age, and a lot of medications will prevent this whole cascade of pepsin, pepsinogen, and the creation of hydrochloric acid. And so it's called hypohydrochloridia. Mm-hmm. The way that you might be able to test it is take some apple cider vinegar with your food and see if that vinegar doesn't help that belching or bloating or that a reflux that's mm-hmm. happening. Because what, what happens is without that acid, that food stays undigested. And it just festers and it bubbles. I imagine it in there bubbling like, like foam coming out of it and you're burping it up all the time. Well, it, it goes in the right or di- wrong direction. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. And so that's why understanding energetic herbalism it can be really helpful because a lot of people think, oh, peppermint. Oh, peppermint is good for digestion, and they take it, and their heartburns worse. 
But peppermint is volatile oils and volatile oils, you know, wake you up and they, they raise, you know, time and, you know, raises energy. So peppermint will wake you up, but it also moves energy up. And in heartburn, you want energy moving down. You want it. So that's why roots and, you know, we are huge fans of bitters. You know, the tradition of bitters in Europe and all around the world, we've lost. I mean, Americans are like, you know, we're sweet and we're salty. You know, forget the pungent and the bitter and the sour. We're pretty monochromatic when it comes to flavor. Bitters bitter, are bitter, just... bitter, plain kefir. That's what I'm having after the show today. <laughs> I like yeah. bitter. I like bitter. In it fact, it's like a walking health food store. Well, and, and well, in fact, um, we did a show about kefir in uh, post-exercise cancer survivors and how good it is for them. It reduces inflammation, oh. especially because of the different uh, probiotics in it. But um, I like bitter greens. I like shiitake, yes, escarole. I like broccoli rabi. You know, I'm Italian. Right. My mother made broccoli rabi. Are those bitters good for you too because of the bitter taste? Yeah, of course. You know, one of the reasons, you know, the French would have a salad, but they would give a salad after the meal. I know. And they were bitters. And those bitters stimulate the liver to make bile. And then bile is released and bile is the emulsifier of fat. So if you just had kind of a a heavy meal, if you're on a carnivore diet, you know, you really want to help that bile be released so you can break it down so that your body really can take all those chylomicrons and those, you know, broken down molecules that your nervous system needs and whatnot. So bitters, 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 and they're just, you know, so that's dandelion root or gentian, mm. or angostura bitters, you know, there's all kinds of aperitifs. And so aperitifs weren't just, oh, let me get a little more buzz. They were to help that big, heavy meal, you know, be absorbed and digested. We have a bunch of questions I want to get to real quick from the audience. Uh, The first one is a a, a fan of the show, and that's Craig Hollander. He says, natural and herbal medicines were very popular in America during the 1900s. Almost one half of the medical colleges and doctors in America were practicing holistic medicine using extensive knowledge from Europe and Native American traditions. Rockefeller knew that to get total control of the medical industry, he would have to expunge the competition. So to start, Rockefeller used his vast oil money to purchase part of the German pharmaceutical company, IG Farben, which uh, has a bad history, by the way. Uh, you can look this up. Now, I've, I've heard of this, yeah. And one of the things we talked about years ago on the show with Randy Roach was the AMA was a pay-to-play journal back in the day. So if you gave them the money, they would publish your research. And that is the antithesis of the rigors of science and peer review. But you're right. It's a business. It's turned into a business. I'm I'm sure you recognize it, but you probably don't focus on that. You try to focus on the good stuff that you're doing, I would imagine. Hey, what are you going to say? I'm a Scorpio, so I kind of move into, you know, some darker arenas just to reveal the light. But, you know, Craig is right. And what happened in 1914 is they hired this fellow named Flexner. And Flexner mm-hmm. traveled all around. The Wasn't country. his name Abner, his first name, Abner Flexner or something like that? <laughs> Abe Flexner? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know who he An was. An ill-fated yeah. soul. But anyway, somehow or another, he was given the power to say, okay, this medical school plays by the rules, this medical school doesn't. 
And that became the Flexner Report. And that Mm -hmm. was the first year of the AMA. And so, therefore, it was the eclectic. They were called eclectic physicians or physiomedicalists. They were trained physicians, but they worked with homeopathy, herbs, plants, hydrotherapy, huge, like, original naturopathy. Um, So... Yeah, and so we're, we're, we're coming full circle, and we really need to learn from the lessons of that time. And one of the reasons that that happened was there was great division among the eclectics and physiomedical. There was a lot of in-house fighting. Um, but we're, I think we're in a different environment now. Yeah, no, that's a long time ago. And the other thing that Craig says that I want to mention is I do use pep- peppermint before I go to train at the gym. But mm. I just put a drop of it on my lips and inhale it through my nose and it wakes me up and it gets me ready to train. He's saying peppermint relaxes the sphincter leading to more reflux. And that's true. That is true. What do you think? So is that essential oil? I'm using a extract, which means it's oil and alcohol. I just put it on my lips and I breathe it in. That's all I do. So essential oils are, are very different than tinctures. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's like apples and oranges. So, so taking an essential oil does not affect the, the esophageal sphincter if you take an oil? A you know, I don't know. I don't work with essential oils internally. Okay, okay. Taylor C. says fluoride also blocks iodine. It's true. It's a halogen. I wonder how much of this uh, that contributes to the large number of thyroid disease diagnosis. Yeah, because there's fluoride in toothpaste, chlorine in the water that you're rinsing your mouth with, bromine in the sandwich you're eating later. I know it's terrible. It really is. He also says, I think it's what we've done to our plants that is more to blame than the plants. You have a theory on that? You think that some of these plants are not bad for us, but because of the way modern agriculture is producing them? Right, well, I'm sitting here, it's so funny, I, I never blame plants, that's like blaming nature. You know, it's our, our relationship with them. Yeah. You know, they are just who they are. And so if you have Datura, which can be a very potent medicine, but for the most part, it's poison, that's not the Datura's fault. You know, so it's our understanding of the potency. And, you know, I've never used Mayapple before. It's pedophilin, but it's applied to genital warts, you know, in a, you know, allopathic Mm -hmm, office. mm -hmm. So I I think what it is, it's our understanding of them and our working with them. And, you know, there's the whole, and I talk about this in the book, they're they're sentient beings. They're not simply constituents. Right. You know, the oak tree, you know, the incredible tenacity, you know, there's spirits to these plants and there's so much more than constituents. And, you know, you can work with them with digestion and they're very good. But, you know, toxicities in the dose, it's like broccoli is toxic when you're juicing it day in and day out, mm. you know, it's, it, it's the amount. And so, you know, you talk about caffeine and the drugs, you know, the word drug is a Dutch word that means droga, which means dried plant. So droga or drug actually means plant. It originally did not mean what it means to us today. Interesting. Um, so anyway, so, you know, it's not blaming the plants, it's blaming, you know, the, the way we use it, the way we're manipulating it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we can manipulate plants, you know, a- any which way. And one of the things that when we're looking at psilocybin, and it's been used uh, for post-traumatic stress, Vietnam vets, depression, cancer, recovery, uh, fear, you know, uh, anxiety. You know, one, one a good – look, I did a lot of acid in high school. And I, I, I've talked about it for years on this show. Mm-hmm. I tripped often. I did mushrooms, a lot of LSD. Uh, and I know that my brain is different as a result of that. Not in a bad way either, in a really good way. Uh, right. we are, we are learning now that, uh, the College of London has been up, uh, ha- has three studies going right now. Two, one on major depressive disorder, two on anxiety. Um, and the, the results already that are coming out are phenomenal. Instead of, uh, you know, people are taking ketamine. You know, maybe it has an effect for four or five months, maybe. Right. And, and being put in a K-hole, even in a, in a controlled environment like your doctor's office is a horrible, horrible feeling. It's disgusting. People can't stand it. But you know what? They trip one time. They lose all their fear. It's an amazing yeah. phenomenon. And they don't right. have to go back and trip again. I mean, they can if they like it. They get trip every right, weekend right. if they want. Right. But they don't have to go back. Right. And so what I wanted to say about the psilocybin is, there's a there's an awareness now that we we've watched what happened to the cannabis and the whole capitalization the industrialization you know it's often running making millions and millions and so there's this whole conscious effort now with psilocybin let's not let this happen yeah, yeah. how do we protect this how do we keep this medicine it's hard because Where people should be, be people, accessible, pure. But we crap uh, on everything. We crap on everything. It's the nature of the human condition. We just <laughs> we, if, if some is good, more is better. Stronger is better, and then it's going to go to the left. You know what's really funny? Um, I read a study about three years ago that took uh, people in their seventies and above and fed them raw cannabis. Now keep in mind, if it's not decarboxylated, right, you don't get right. high from it. So if you just ate raw cannabis, you t- you found a really great pot plant, all sticky and gooey. You broke it up. You put some tomatoes with it, a little olive oil, and you ate that. <laughs> it actually improved their cognition and memory recall, which means that wow. We, wow. we evolved eating these plants. It's why we have an endocannabinoid system. For millions of years, we ate these plants. We just the way we found mitochondria and some fungi, we found uh, cannabinoid receptors in the in the things we were eating. They became part of our tapestry. When you eat raw marijuana, it doesn't make you groggy and stupid. It actually improves your brain function. This is this is. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to open up a restaurant in these rest in these cities where it's legal and start <laughs> serving weed salads. I'd go have one for, for sure. They're coming. Yeah. They're coming. <laughs> Joel, Joel Green is watching. Thank you for being here. Joel is brilliant. He has broken so many barriers on the immune system and diet in the past couple of years. That he he is on the bleeding edge of uh, as a thought leader into this category. Mm. He said he's uh, DMing people now to tell them to tune in. Thank you for that. Um, mm. Taylor mm. C says um, apple cider vinegar and cayenne pepper and water post meal works wonders. Boy, that's real heat, isn't it? Cayenne pepper. That that's Agni. That that's heating it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, uh, Fixed Eyes 777 says, any suggestions on herbs to treat small intestinal bacterial overgrowth where you have just way too many microbes where they don't belong? Yeah, see, but that's a biggie. That, that's that's kind of a, a tough one. And um, I would look at any foods that are setting up an 
a reaction. I mean, obviously go back to diet. Um, and I, I would begin looking at, um, uh, a huge range of, uh, microbes, um, Sarcoidoides, Bolasi, like lots, not just probiotics, but really deeply seeding, um, you know, those bacteria that are going to take up the space. Um, that, that's a tough one. I wish I, what about, I had what about geophagy? Yeah. Eating dirt has been something that still uh, some Aborigines do. Pregnant women do it, uh, in, in native, uh, environments. Any thoughts on eating? And obviously you can't eat the dirt around your house because it's been spoiled with pesticides and everything else. But is it possible to eat dirt that's coming from uh, far off sources that are still pristine? And what are your thoughts on geophagy? So geophagy, is that eating dirt? Eating dirt, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, they still do it in Alabama. I have a teacher in Alabama and they'll take a teaspoon, um, you know, for mineral balancing. So here's what I do with that. And one, what's really interesting is we just had a forum this morning and we were talking about uh, the sterility of our ecosystem internally and the beauty of making your own ferments or kombucha or making it as you're inviting the microbes in your environment, um, inviting them in, helping them break down the foods and you have, that's what fermented food is. Mm-hmm. It's bacteria, and I have so much more success with fermented foods, oftentimes, than with probiotics. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, I have friends that have organic farms. I know what's in their soil. I know them, biodynamic, the whole thing. Sometimes I just won't super clean my carrots. I won't super clean certain things. You know, it's okay. You know, this whole sterility, phobic place that we're in. Um, and that's a way that I, I just really try to get those microbes. So I won't consciously go eat it. You know, we, I don't know if you know Zach Bush or he might be a controversial character. No, I don't but he had a, a, um, he's a physician, endocrinologist and, um, he's huge in the microbiome and he has a restore. He has this product, Ion or Restore. And it's like drilling down to the Arizona desert to get fulvic acid and it is radically helping many people turn around with um, immune dysfunction and dysregulation. Um, so I'm a huge soil fan. Um, I'm not out there with a teaspoon, but I certainly am not, you know, neurotically uh, cleaning everything off. Um, and, and then eating organic, you know, Carl, I have clients with um, AIDS, not just mm-hmm. HIV positive, mm-hmm. They cannot eat organic because that bacteria, they have no immune system. So they really can't, you know, fight those microbes, which is so fascinating when you look at it. So just eating organic, just, you know, not washing things, you know, you're going to be getting a good amount in the environment. Uh, Alexis Jasmine says she loves Zach. And also she's going to be on the show very shortly. Uh, She's doing a deep dive on another plant-based, uh, it's actually called the Japanese raisin plant. Some people call it DHM, dihydromoracetan. It's been t- hmm. called the hangover cure because it really does. Oh, yeah. It accelerates accelerates uh, the, the liver's right. ability to metabolize uh, alcohol and get it out. But it has right. so many other magical benefits that we're going to talk about hmm. when she's on the show that it really is – 
should be a, a mainstay uh, supplement for most people today, especially if you have metabolic uh, dis, dis, uh, um, dysfunction, let's just say. I lost the word. Yeah, I'm going to have to tune in, make sure you know I have that date. Um, that's come on my radar recently. And I totally think every American should be taking milk thistle. Um, it, it, it stimulates the glutathione pathway. There's absolutely no toxicity. Folks on medication, babies. I had a baby have Tylenol poisoning infant. We gave her just little pellets, you know, just small amounts. She vomited. Like her, her basal body temperature went down to 91. She was being poisoned. So milk thistle, amanita poisoning, it's awesome. We're going to take our last commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the interview. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more. Stay tuned. Every day, there's a new wellness trend. Eat that. Do this. Avoid those. How do you know where to start or who to trust? Inside Tracker helps you cut through the noise by analyzing your blood, your DNA, your lifestyle, and your fitness tracker to provide you with a science-backed, trackable action plan on how to live, age, and perform better. Personalize one-size-fits-one recommendations to help you optimize you. So head to InsideTracker.com slash superhuman today and save $200 on Inside Tracker's ultimate plan plus free inner age and enjoy 25% off site-wide to give the gift of personalized health. Dogs should be powered by fat and protein, not carbs. That's why Visionary Pet makes low-carb, ketogenic dog food for dogs of all breeds and life stages. From kibble to freeze-dried and even low-carb treats, all Visionary Pet recipes are very low-carb, ketogenic, and made with 100% real meat protein. Shop now and use code SHR for 20% off your first order today. Your dog deserves the lifelong benefits of optimal nutrition. Make the switch to Visionary and see why smart dogs eat low-carb. Being superhuman means being conscientious about the choices we make. White Oak Pastures is superhuman when it comes to raising livestock. They're committed to animal welfare, land regeneration, and rural revival. They responsibly manage the entire process from the pasture to your doorstep. High-quality, pasture-raised, great-tasting meat from a farm you can trust. Full nose-to-tail selections. They even have options for your pet. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash white oak and use the code superhuman to save 10% off your entire first order. Redcon 1's new BAR bar is the ultimate soft baked protein packed snack bar powered by peanut butter. Perfect for a while on the go to help curb hunger or sneaky sweet tooth cravings. With 20 grams of protein, use as a meal replacement bar or when you're in need of a high protein snack. Eat a Redcon 1 bar as a midday snack or for fuel before an intense training session. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash redcon1 and use the code SHR25 and save 25% off these delicious bars today. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back. I just want to go ahead and plug the book again and also the website. So the book is Energetic Herbalism. I'm sorry, that's not the right one. It is called Energetic Herbalism, and you can get it by going to shrnetwork.biz slash cat, K-A-T. And if you use the code CGS21 at checkout, you'll save 35%. And also, if you'd like to learn more about cat, go to our website, sacredplanttraditions.com. Who knows what you'll learn there? Uh, 
I'm sure there's lots of good things to uh, read. Also, I want to mention one other thing that I failed to do uh, the other day. I had intended to. There are a lot of companies out there touting that they can uh, do your biological age versus your uh, chronological age. And most of them give you nothing, no suggestions on how to change, what to change. Inside Tracker is the only company in America that triangulates your DNA. They use the Horvath score, which has been widely promoted as very accurate uh, by looking at certain blood markers. They look at your total blood. Uh, they isolate things like when your iron's too high and certain vitamins are too low. And they put it all together and they even take your your activity tracker, your aura ring, um, you, you know, your Fitbit, and they put all that d- data together and give you concrete, actionable steps on what you need to do moving forward to change your biological and chronological age, to get you your body to a place where it appears younger on a cellular level. And you go back and you get tested every so often and you know if you're going the right. Nobody else does this. You remember we had a sophisticated company on this show uh, claiming to be able to do this. Everybody got the same suggestion, eat more fish. Right away, we knew that they were full of baloney. Inside Tracker is different. If you want to do something for yourself in the new year, start out with the complete blood work and genetic makeup from Inside Tracker so you know where you are. Because otherwise, your supplementation, your nutrition, all the things you're doing, you may be shooting in the dark. You may be going the wrong way. Inside Tracker can help you. SHRnetwork.biz slash Inside Tracker. Go there today. Use that link. Save big time. So there you go. I love them. I really do. I, I'm waiting to get another blood test done. My iron was way too high. Uh, I've been donating blood. I've been doing things. You know, I feel better. It's amazing. Uh, when you start moving in the right direction, you feel better. It, it's, it's real good stuff. So, Kat, what do you want to tell my audience before we end the interview today? Oh, Wow. That's a great question. Uh, hmm. I would start slowly and um, really understand that there's a plethora. I mean, there's so much online, incredible products, you know, like you were just saying, you know, how do you know? How do you discern? Everyone's promising you yeah. um, the same thing and are greater, they're better. And, so for me, with plants, it's, it's really about relationships. It's really about understanding, you know, in some ways, one at a time. And we have our spice rack. I mean, people think, oh, I'm not into herbal medicine. Well, if they have a spice rack, if they made a pumpkin pie and they put cloves and ginger and allspice, all of those things are warming the digestion in order to help break down the fat. And it, it's just part of our lives. You know, it's just the way we've been living, but we, we've gotten away from that. Right. So I would say start slow, start simple, um, really understand yourself, your energetics, your constitution. And, you know, I also have to say we've got to be really, really mindful of where we're sourcing these plants now. Um, a lot of the kind of sexy, famous ones – um, you know, maca root, we kind of destroyed a culture in Bolivia really? in the name of maca root. Right. So there's a whole anthropological um, effect that's happening that is way under the radar that people aren't understanding. So I am a huge fan of local, local, local herbs. 
You know, we have a, a potent, very, very potent herbs, um, and we don't have to travel around the other side of the world. I mean, cordyceps, which is from Tibet, Altiplano, that was pretty devastating. Well, we can grow our own laws. So I also have to give, you know, a plug for sustainability and find out where are your plants coming from, or else we're, they're not going to be there. You know, they're just going to disappear. Um, so sustainability and starting simple. I live in Kentu- I live in Kentucky. Wow, I got the mic too close. And uh, they uh, hunt for ginseng here. It's big business. Yep. They go into the mountains of Appalachia, and yep. people have been shot. You know, there are people yep. who have their ginseng land. That's where they harvest, and you find yourself up there. They call it man root because when you pull it out of the ground, it looks like a guy it has two arms and two long skinny legs. Um, but it, ginseng is is becoming popular again. It's it's finding its way back into popularity now for a variety of reasons. Are you a big fan of ginseng? <coughs> Excuse me. You know, I'm a huge fan of ginseng um, and also the poaching. There's a tremendous black market. Mm-hmm. And there's a black market, one, because of the um, opioid addiction, which has been focused and... You know, I don't think there's victims, but I really think that uh, those drugs have been focused on a certain income level, mm-hmm. and it's tragic in some of those areas. So they go in and they're poaching black cohosh ginseng because ginseng, the poachers or the diggers don't get it, but it's a thousand dollars a pound. Right. Right. And so I I talk about ginseng, but I really think ginseng should be used literally in drop doses. I would never say put it in a powder. It's way too precious. Um, China is buying up the, the tonnage that is going out of our Appalachian Mountains. Is I, I, It's mind-blowing. Where, where do they keep getting it? I know. Uh, so I love it. It's powerful endocrine um, adaptogen, normalizer, small amounts. All and right. realize you should be paying high price. If you're not paying high price, then you're not getting good ginseng. You know, we have a sponsor that's coming aboard, and he makes uh, – he sells this uh, herb that's very popular now. Why can't I think of it? It starts with a K, and it's kind of like people – they actually have bars now where you can go in and have this – Oh, so it's kava. Thank you. But right. he spent the past eight years living abroad uh, with the natives, and he said that the way kava is sold now commercially – it's really – they've abandoned the tradition of how you make kava, which in and of itself is a large part of how kava affects you. But they make it in capsules and and they make it in shots. But they mm-hmm. have abandoned the tradition of how kava has been made for thousands of years and he's reviving it. He's bringing it to the United States and he's going to have real kava supplements made the way they are being made by – by, by the natives who still use kava. So this should be an interesting uh, year, to 2022, when, when we have this uh, new sponsor on board. It's going to be I'm, – I'm Yeah, that, that's interesting because the traditional way is in fat, is in coconut milk, yeah. and it's it's lipophilic. Right. And so I don't know how he's going to do that in a capsule. But No, really, no, he's not, doing, he's not doing it in a capsule. It's going to be in cans like soda. Oh, okay. So we make kava lattes. They're called kava lattes okay. because it's – kind of pounding it and and extracting Mm -hmm. it in something with fat 
Right. Um, and at the same time, I do want to say um, it's not local. I buy mine from an organic farm in Hawaii, so it is within the 50. Um, but I have to say, because of the heightened anxiety of COVID and it's kind of off the charts, I you can still make a good, strong tea. It's gnarly tasting. But when I see kava and potato chips, and yeah, he's no. totally right. That, that's what he was it, saying. He was yeah. saying to say, he said, this is nonsense. He says, now yeah. you have kava in everything. That's not how yeah. kava works. And he, it's going to be a liquid. It's going to be in a can. You'll buy it. You'll pop yeah. it and you'll drink that's it. That's it. And, yeah. And, that's great. But he's bringing it to the United States. Listen, Kat, I want to thank you so much, uh, for being on the show today and sharing your wisdom with us. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. This was so energizing. This yeah. was really a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and the other thing is I just really want to give kudos to your audience. You know, those questions. Who you have, um, good for you. Yeah, I have a very, very forward. There isn't anyone in this audience that couldn't do my, my job here. I, I mean that sincerely. We have, there's a lot of big audience out there, Dave Asprey and all these guys, but there's not a smarter audience in the world than the people who listen to the show. And I'm not pandering to them. They know because most yeah. of the time they call me on stuff. It's like, Carl, you got that wrong. Oh, wow. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right on. That's great. Well done. Have a happy holiday, Kat. Take care. Okay, you do the same, Carl. Take care. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. And then uh, that's it for today. We have a show tomorrow. We have shows. What's today? Today's Wednesday. We have a show Thursday and Friday, so they should be good. I don't even know what they are. I leave that up to Elisa. She books all the shows. Natalie makes me look good on the air. I just waltz in and waltz out. Not really. But anyway, thanks for being here. Please share the show. You never know who you're going to help by sharing a show, and we'll see you tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Take care.